Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Peace Country Musical Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Harcourt. Uh, this week we have another amazing musician on the line, so you enjoy. Okay, today we have Jamie Benson on the show. How's it going today? Good, how are you, Rob? Hey, not too bad, thanks. So... I know you. We play in the same band together, but there's, uh, you know, listeners out there that don't know who you are. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. Okay. Well, I was uh, born and raised in Hines Creek. Uh, lived here my whole life. Still do. Uh, my wife and I actually run the Yamaha shop in town as well. Uh, I have two sons, four grandchildren. Uh, and the only other sibling I have is a sister with some nieces and nephews on that side of the family. So nice. Um, I guess growing up, um, my dad's family, it, dad's side was uh, very musical. So I always had music in the house growing up. Um, my dad and his brothers all played together uh, when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their bands was the Comets, which lots of people may have heard the name throughout the years. Uh, they also played in numerous other bands. Uh, my grandfather played the guitar and harmonica. And on my mom's side, um, my grandfather there loved music. They didn't actually play instruments, but uh, they always had the record player going in the, in the house on Sundays and eight tracks coming out the yin-yang and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd, I'd say no end to the, to the music when I was growing up, for sure. Nice. So your sister, she doesn't play any music or anything either? Uh, she does play a little bit of guitar. Uh, and then her sons, uh, both, well, the youngest son plays can play bass. Uh, her oldest son does play guitar as well. Mm-hmm. And then my niece uh, actually sings and plays a little bit of guitar as well. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. So what was your first instrument growing up? My first instrument actually was the drums, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, I was probably, well, I guess if you want to go way back, <laughs> I got one of those little kitty sets when I was probably four or five years old, I guess. Yeah. Um, but probably around eight or nine, uh, my dad actually bought a set of Blue Sparkle Gretsch drums, and he bought them from Brent Hahn, who lived in Hines Creek. Ooh. And that was my very first set. Brent. And there I, we played along to albums in the basement, and that's kind of how I started learning that instrument there. So Nice. And you play other instruments as well now? Yeah, I do play bass guitar as well. Drums and bass guitar is probably the two predominant ones. No six-string? Um, no, I can play the odd chord, but um, I know my dad would probably love it if I... <laughs> <laughs> Took a little more, paid a little more attention to that and put some more effort into that, but uh, <laughs> I haven't uh, as to this point so far. So, Well, I think the bass is taking you in the right direction anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy it. So. Great. Well, who, yeah, who inspired your passion for music? Or Was it just basically the, the whole family scene that got you into it? Yeah, for the most part, I would say probably like my family Um, but I would still have to say probably my dad was probably the most prominent one he's actually the one that actually started me out and kind of gave me the 
push into learning an instrument and and actually the first opportunity to play in a band was was with him and my uncle so nice yeah so I would, so I imagine when you were a younger kid and they were playing for dances you'd you'd go to these dances and and watch and listen yes yeah any of the ones that we could for sure yeah yeah <clears throat> Yeah, no. S- sitting on the edge of the no, stage no. in anticipation of your turn. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Right on. So, growing up with all these musicians, music happening around your house. Like, what's your favorite uh, genre, artist, or group, or duo? My favorite genre, I guess, would probably be predominantly country. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a lot of other genres of music too um like i like rock and roll 60s 70s 80s 90s um southern rock is another one um i don't mind a little bit of bluegrass too there's some good tunes there mm-hmm. um basically anything that's got good vocals good harmony and good driving beat is kind of what i like so nice do you remember your first album that you ever bought uh first album it was a KTEL album yeah. and a mixed mixed uh, artist album called Sound Waves. Uh, and the reason I bought that is, I can't remember what age we were, but uh, my sister and I each got those old home stereos we used to buy. Oh, yeah. So we got those for Christmas one year. So it had the record player on top and a cassette deck in the front and an 8-track and two little speakers and... Yeah, so when we got that, I actually had to go out and buy some music, and that was actually the first LP that that I would have bought. What was your favorite song off that LP? Um, Jeepers. Honestly, probably uh, Cool Change by the Little River Band, believe it or not. (laughs) So that was a mixture of, what what kind of music mixture was on there? Uh, It was... More rock and roll. There was like Billy Joel and Blondie and oh, like the eighty stuff. Yeah, yeah, nice. stuff like that. So, any any of those songs on there that you want to play? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I play just about anything, probably, but <laughs> nice. or at least give it a whirl. Nice. So, um, um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm just gonna say, jumping back to you earlier. Um, Favorite artist country, I would have to say probably Merle Haggard. Yeah. And group or duo, by far the Eagles. Nice. I'm finding that a lot with, with everybody. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, with the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, I've seen the Eagles in concert uh, probably four times now. Wow. Yeah. And I would go back again in a heartbeat if they, if they came around again, for sure. So. <laughs> nice. Well, hopefully they do. Yeah, it would be nice for sure. I've never seen them live. I've I've seen them on the CDs and videos and everything, but not live. Oh, it's a super show if you ever get the chance, for sure. Yeah. So in your opinion, what's the best song ever written or or recorded? Oh, man. Did you have to think? (laughs) You have to think long and hard about that one, eh? (laughs) You probably get this lots. You've probably heard it lots, but uh, country song, I'd have to go more higher it again. Probably Mama Tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, rock, 
and maybe this is just because I've been watching lots of documentaries lately. <laughs> uh, Leonard Skinner, Simple Man. Oh, yeah. They, they've got one of their documentaries on Netflix, don't they? Yeah, I've watched actually two or three here in the last couple of weeks. And just, yeah. I keep finding a new one and I keep watching it. And yeah, it's interesting, actually. Always something new that comes on on, on each one. Yeah, for sure. You bet. Nice. So how old were you when you joined your first band? Uh, I was 10 years old. Just a youngster. The band was called Wild Honey. Wild Honey. Who else and was that in was that? My dad, my uncle Terry Bettinson, and myself. Yeah. Yeah. That was my yeah very first first band, first gig with with them. That's probably them that I remember seeing you guys play in Hines Creek then. Uh, yeah, more than likely. At the Dave Shaw. Back then, they actually played quite a bit. You were just giving her on the, Dave on the Shaw drum kit. And, yeah. Uh, do you remember your first gig and where it was at? Yeah, you bet. It was New Year's Eve at the Dave Shaw Hall on Hines Creek. And that was 1981. Holy crap, you even know the, the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was 10, that's why. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> easy math. <laughs> easy math. <laughs> right on. Uh, so over the years, how many bands have you been in? Uh, I had to think about that one too. Uh, near as I can figure, looks like nine. Wow, like mm -hmm. nine bands that we actually played in for some time. Yeah, not not counting the odd fill in here, that kind of thing. So yeah, and can you name yeah. them all? Uh, yep. So Wild Honey, mm -hmm. uh, the Comets. Two. which was kind of a newer version of the old comets that my dad and his brothers played in. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been, well, my dad, uh, Uncle Murray, Uncle Leonard, uh, Uncle Terry at one point, and Uncle Adrian, and also Bernie Zinsmeyer. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we had a band called Rocky Top, which was uh, my dad, Uncle Terry, Uncle Murray, and myself. Yeah. And then I played few years with the Rainbow Country Band at Fairview. So Bob and Elaine oh, and yeah. Brent Irvine and Leon Roy and actually Dave Long for a little bit as well. Did you play drums uh, in that band too? Actually that would have been my first bass guitar band. Oh, okay. Was that one, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I played with some fellows at a Grimshaw and Manning called Bust and Loose. Uh, played drums for those fellows. Yeah. Uh, and then a band called Waterhole. We did a year and a half, a couple years on the road with them. And then One Way Rider, which you know all about. Yeah. Uh, and then Cool Water was Greg Coon, myself, and my dad and Uncle Terry again. Mm -hmm. And then our current band, Big Guitar, which you and I both play in. So. Yes, sir. So getting back to this year and a half on the road, mm -hmm. what uh, what was your favorite place to play? Oh, favorite place to play. I always like to play outdoors mm -hmm. uh, anytime we get. Um, honestly, some people might think this is funny, but uh, I still like the George Lake Music Festival. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Like I say, I love to play outside. It's always mm -hmm. a good crowd. It's a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, 
still play there to this day. So, so when you were on the road, what's your favorite uh, venue to play that you when you were on the road? Do you have a favorite one in Edmonton, or you guys played the Grand in Fairview here too, didn't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, we played the old New Grand Hotel. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. Uh, played at the oh, what was it called? The one at the Dunvegan there. Um, oh, the city. Yeah, we played well, Cook County once or twice. Tumbleweeds, Long Riders, Texas Bowl. Um, we did some ones in Saskatchewan. A uh, couple out Vancouver Way. Wow. So Langley's Country Cabaret. Bunch of them. As uh, far as a favorite. To be honest with you, they were all good. It was all a good time. They were all a good time. Yeah. So uh, do you have a favorite memory that stands out from the years of playing on the road? A favorite memory? Yeah, you got to have some kind of stories. <laughs> road story? I don't know if it's my favorite memory, but <laughs> it's a funny memory. <laughs> Tell us about it. Well, we were on our way to Idaho Falls, believe it or not, mm-hmm. to play a week down there. Uh, so we had the old school bus and we're trucking our way down and uh, had some bunks in the bus. And anyways, I had fell asleep. And well, most of us, I think, were sleeping other than the fellow that was driving. Well, yeah, hopefully he's he still awake. <laughs> Yeah, and he pulls in to grab himself a coffee or pop or whatnot. Uh, anyway, in the meantime, so he pulls in and the bus stops, and I woke up, of course. Yeah. Pretty long, well, good time. We'll go in and have a bathroom break. So I zipped in, zipped into the bathroom, and in the meantime, Brent zipped back out and jumped in the bus and pulled away, and here's me come running out of the service station and there's a bus trucking down the highway and and I'm running for all I'm worth behind it and waving my hands and hollering and Minus nobody nobody seen or heard me. So there I was stuck in Nanton, Alberta wondering how long are these guys gonna go before they realize I'm gone? <laughs> are they gonna get across the border or not or So how far did they get before they realized <laughs> So I went back into the service station, and of course, everything I have is on the bus. I just got my clothes. I got no money on me, nothing. Yeah. And I convinced the one of the young guys working there. I said, "We're on our way to play this gig," and I just got left. The boys took off in the bus. And <laughs> I said, "We got to catch him." I said, "I got cash on the bus. I'll pay whatever." But so we jumped in his car, and it was about. 30 clicks before we actually caught up to oh, caught up to them. Yeah, and about that time, they realized that I was missing too, so they were starting to slow down. And anyways, we yeah managed to get pulled over and hooked back up. Oh, that's good. They paid, paid the fellow for his ride. Yeah. <laughs> that was that. Oh, wow. I bet after that, they decided to check the bunks before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were a little more... Uh, cautious making sure everybody was there before we left a little more vigilant yeah. uh, that had to be uh you know a little worrisome when that happened eh? yeah and actually well another quick story on that same trip so when we did get down to idaho falls 
and we're playing at the I think Stardust Lounge. It was gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, big cowboy, cowgirl community, and they had the country line dancing and all this. And, uh, big cowboy fellow with a big handlebar mustache. Nice fella. We got to kind of know him, and so we were telling him about these Zambuka shooters, these flaming Zambukas, where you swig it back and light it up and, and sprinkle the cinnamon on, and it sparkles and looks like a volcano. And mm-hmm. So they thought that was all neat, and he wanted to try one. So we're like, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. And, but whatever you do, if it starts to get warm, just close your mouth, don't spit it out. So we light it up, and what does he do? He spits it all out, all over himself. Oh. And his mustache is on fire, and his shirt is on fire. <laughs> so another guy comes and dumps his beer on him and puts it out. And Yeah, so we can say we lit a cowboy on fire in Idaho. <laughs> well, that's why I've never heard that story before. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> First time you try a flaming drink, don't spit <laughs> yeah. it out. <laughs> do not try that at home. Folks. Yes, do not try this at home. <laughs> he must have the proper safety equipment available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Idaho Falls, that's where it was? Yeah, Idaho Falls, yeah, it was the town, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, really very nice people, yeah. And yeah, it was kind of a, it was a neat thing to do for sure. Nice. So uh, what is the biggest crowd that you guys ever played for? Oh... Biggest crowd. Yeah. Actually, out of all the bands, we've done a few, like, fair size arena gigs. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe six, seven, eight hundred people kind of thing. Yeah. Well, did some openings. Uh, well, you know, Chris Cummings, Beverly Mahood. Oh, yeah. Aaron Prechette. John Brothers. John Brothers. Yeah, Rick and you're Mickey. allowed to name drop as many as you can. So I would say those are probably like the biggest deals I've played for myself. I would think it was back in the one-way rider days. Anyways, yeah, we yeah. never like I never have done a like a Craven Saskatchewan or anything that big. So yeah, Is there but no, still they were all good dudes for sure. Met lots of nice, nice people and nice musicians. So yeah. And is there a worst crowd or venue? Honestly, I can't really think of a. Well, I, I guess the better word that question is, is there a venue that you'd rather not ever go back to? Even if it was from your... The venues themselves were, if you're talking accommodation-wise, and yeah, maybe there's a couple there, but as <laughs> far, <laughs> far as the clubs where we played, they were all pretty good. Like There's some shady band houses, were there? Uh, some sketchy, yeah. <laughs> upstairs old hotel rooms oh yeah <laughs> that, that sort of thing so. yeah. yeah i hear you on that one <laughs> so do you have a musical bucket list anything you'd like to achieve um it would be really cool and i hope i might get to do this yet mm-hmm. uh to go to some sort of open mic in nashville and play a tune like that was one be, of those. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, little bars or clubs where you can get up and sing a song, or just to say that, hey, I sang a, I sang a tune in Nashville, Tennessee. That would be pretty sweet. An original or a cover? Ah, either or. Either or. Yeah. 
maybe you get discovered one day. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath on that one, but <laughs> you never know; it could happen, right? So, if you could play for any artist or group, dead or alive, who would it be? Who would it be? Yeah. Uh, Eagles again. The Eagles? Yep. That seems to be the consensus with everyone. Yeah, I would love to eat cheesy, even, even if it was one song. That would, yeah, yeah, I would be uh, fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll get a hold of one of them and, and see if we can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, um, you, we've done some recording, you've done some recording. What what is your favorite song that you've written that you like to play, or that you'd that you would like to play? Favorite song that so, I've written? Yeah, like you and your dad, or just you, or like we did that little two song CD for your dad for his birthday that one year. Yeah, for uh... and those were those are pretty fun to do. Oh no, definitely. Um... To be totally honest with you, I really haven't written a whole bunch. A couple were, yeah, I kind of helped my dad out. And, well, yeah, and that's the, well, actually, when he turned 65, yeah. we recorded those couple of, that he wrote, and I did help him kind of co-write the other one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, The Wheels Turning Round was the name of the one that we both kind of collaborated on. Uh, and then the other one I really like of his is called Nashville in a Dream. And that's the other one and, we did. Yeah. Yeah. And those, yeah, those are both really cool tunes and uh, had a good time doing them. And actually he really liked the CD as a gift that we give him for his 65th. So that was, that was pretty awesome. So. Yeah. He was, he was pretty happy. He was always asking me every time he ran into me if I'm still listening to it. And it's still in my CD player in the truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And just to drop another name, uh, Chris McIntyre did a awesome job on those recordings as well. So yes, we recorded that at his little downstairs studio. Yeah. 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 No, it turned out turned out pretty wicked. So. No, and it was a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, doing something like that again sometime. It was lots of fun actually. So. So which brings me to the next question: Any new projects in the work? Nothing really that I can think of just waiting for everything to open wide up so we can get back to playing and doing what we like to do <laughs> that is true i've been i've been enjoying the the last couple of weeks there rehearsing so we can what do we yeah definitely and, yeah we got one on march 11th i do believe yeah and by the sounds of things maybe things are going to lighten up so Yes, we might Mark, be able to first. get back to some sort of a normal summer and maybe have some dances and such would be really sweet. So yeah, we should be able to have a another music festival this year too. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's definitely look forward to that every September for sure. Yes, sir. So here's here's a question that's not even on the list. Oh boy. Okay. What is it? Is there one specific thing that you can share with the listeners about yourself that nobody knows? Something about myself that nobody knows. <laughs> I know. I, I spring this one on everybody. 
of my head right off the bat. Hmm. It can be anything. I guess for Alfred, <laughs> can't think of anything else. Um, but we love to camp like we do that lots throughout the summer. Yeah. Campfire jams, all well, that's a given, I guess. But yeah, camping. Lots of people probably do that too, but yeah. I, I don't know. So many people around, like I've lived here all my life. And <laughs> Most people know <laughs> a lot of stuff about each other, so. Well, this is true. But there's got to be one thing that nobody knows. One thing that nobody knows. Jeez. What do you like to do at home when nobody's around? <laughs> <laughs> don't get too personal. Well, actually, maybe, you know, well, I don't mind actually building or carpentry and maybe Lots of people don't know that. The house we live in, actually, we built that ourselves. So maybe, yeah, most people maybe might not know that. So For the most part, I didn't know that. I would, yeah, like I'm not licensed or anything, but yeah, like myself and my dad again and a bunch of other guys that are fairly handy, like built a few oxy yards and then, of course, everybody goes back and helps the other guy and yeah. so on and so forth. and. Yeah. And I still like to tinker around and build stuff. Um, like we built a cabin last summer, just for a oh, that's right too. Get, yeah, just for a getaway to go to. So yeah, stuff like that or decks or I'm not scared to tackle anything like that. So yeah, I guess maybe that's something that some people don't know. Hmm. And I enjoy it too. If I got if I'm not rushed and have the time to. To just do it that's yeah it's kind of kind of neat so well see that didn't hurt so bad <laughs> no <laughs> it's just when you spring it on a guy like that it's like, oh, i oh. know i know but you know it's that's one of the uh un uh unrehearsed questions that i always like to spring oh yeah on. no for sure <laughs> no, you gotta have one or two of those for sure keep everybody on their toes that's right well that's all i've got for today man um this has been Jamie Bettinson sharing his past and journey through the musical scene. And I appreciate you joining me tonight. Yeah, no, I appreciate you uh, inviting me. It was uh, lots of fun. I look forward to listening every week to the new ones coming out and learn lots of stuff about guys I've knew forever too that I didn't know before either. So that's, that's kind of cool. I, I like I, I like doing this. It it uh, opens my eyes a little bit, and plus, recording this for you know it's kind of like a time capsule. Mm -hmm. Yeah, musicians I never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah, cool beans. Well, thank you very much, James. No, appreciate it. Thank you again. That's it for another episode of Peace Country Musical Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Harcourt, and join me next time when we interview another amazing musician from the Peace Country. Thank you, and bye for now.